Hey everyone, and welcome to Authentically Aligned with my coach Lacey. I am Lacey Healy, and today we are going to talk about why clients ghost you, and is it your fault? This is something that comes up a lot. If you are a coach that really cares, and I have a feeling that a lot of you guys that listen to this, you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't a coach that cares. Um, We've all had this happen, sometimes more than others. And I'd like to give you a little bit of feedback on what I see and why this isn't always your fault. One of the things, and I've said this many times, I tell my girls in the Intimate Coach Collaborative and I tell my one-on-one clients all the time, it's always your fault even when it isn't. I think this is one of those like outliers where it's usually not your fault. Where can it be your fault if your clients are ghosting you? One, We'll do the where can it be your fault first. One, if a lot of clients are ghosting you, look at your systems, look at your processes, look at your means of communicating. Is stuff overwhelming? Is stuff cumbersome? Is stuff complicated? Are you making it hard for people to follow through? Because I think sometimes, and I know I see this a lot, I work with the busy mom population, When things are too hard, when things are complicated, when there's too many steps, when it's too hard to follow through, that's when people start to shut down, where it gets easier to say like, oh, I I knew this wasn't going to be for me, or I knew I wasn't going to be able to follow through with this. So if you are seeing this a lot, something you can do is look at your processes, look at your systems, and see if there's something that you are doing to create a hurdle or roadblock to people's success. Are there too many steps for them to get to the solution? Is there somewhere that you can clean up and streamline things so that you can lessen the resistance that your clients are going to feel? Because I can say as a mom, I don't know how many times I've been doing something and if it's too hard, if it takes too many steps, if it's too much, at some point, especially if I've had a bad day, I am going to give up. I'm going to give up. So we don't want to do that for our clients. So if you have clients ghosting you or if you have clients not following through, if you're going to take any responsibility, I think you can take responsibility in looking at your processes and your systems and seeing if you have inadvertently, I don't think any of us do this intentionally, but if you have inadvertently created a scenario where things are more difficult for your clients to follow through, I think the easier we make it for our clients to follow through and and meet expectations and follow the plan, the better off we will be. But I think sometimes we maybe take for granted like, oh, this is easy for me. And just because it's easy for you, the seasoned professional that's been doing this for a while does not mean that it is easy for everyone else. So if you have a lot of clients that aren't following through, or maybe they're ghosting you at a certain point, look at your systems, look at your processes and make sure that you haven't created some sort of roadblock there. But the majority of what I want to talk about today is when isn't this your fault Um, and how you can build trust in the early part of this relationship and even on the sales call and even in your content and messaging from the very beginning to avoid having these scenarios. I want to first off say that having clients ghost is normal. Every coach has had it happen. We've had it happen. We had a gal sign up with us, was super, super on board. 
She filled out one check-in and then we've never heard from her again. I know she's alive because I see her on Instagram, but DMs, emails, phone calls, um, trainerize, nothing has gotten her back. Even if like inviting her from multiple different angles, nothing has gotten back. So what causes somebody to shut down like this? I think nine times out of 10, it is a five letter word called shame. And shame is very, very real. So why would someone feel shame and why would that lead them to avoid, which is really what ghosting is? So it's kind of the same way it would be if somebody ghosts you when you're dating. If somebody is ghosting you, there is something in the relationship that is either triggering or requiring them to bring more of themselves than they are comfortable bringing. So women get ghosted in dating relationships if maybe they came on too strong. Maybe they moved faster than the guy was willing to move in the relationship. The guy feels overwhelmed, feels triggered by that overwhelm, feels kind of ashamed, even if they don't want to admit it, about um, feeling that way. And the easiest way to do is just not to follow through with any communication and to go away. I think that happens with our clients as well emotional responses are normal and common when we're talking about weight loss, changing your body, improving your health, improving your confidence. Because it is emotional for many women, because it can bring up a lot of feelings of trust in themselves, patterns from their childhood, patterns and behaviors that they carried their whole life, if they start to feel those things inside of your coaching relationship, when shame sets in, it might be easier for them to opt out rather than to own up to the feelings that they have. So in that instance, you are not responsible for somebody else's shame. You are not responsible for somebody else's triggers. You are not responsible for somebody else's past behaviors and traumas. But being aware that that's why these things happen and why the emotional environment of weight loss and body improvement and self-help can bring about those feelings is tantamount to you becoming a good coach. I think more often than not, ghosting happens when us as coaches have not built enough trust And not just trust, I'm not saying most everybody that's buying from you trusts you, but trust that when things get hard, that you are a safe space for them to share their shame with. Now, we are not therapists. I'm always telling my clients, you are not a therapist. But if someone has trust that you can can help them with weight loss, but they don't have trust that you are going to be able to hold a safe space for them when they're feeling uncertain, when they're feeling triggered, then that might cause them to not feel safe in sharing and want to go away, which is ghosting. That's what ghosting is. 
So while we're not responsible for other people's shame and other people's triggers and other people's traumas, being aware that some of our clients come to the, all of our clients come to the table with that in their emotional repertoire and recognizing that you kind of have to level up and truly be a safe space for them is so important. So I used to really struggle with this and I don't struggle as much anymore. Consequently, a lot of my struggles with clients ghosting has lessened so much more than it was maybe in 2018 and 2019 when I dealt with this more regularly because I've just gotten incrementally better at holding space for people. I used to be a really quote unquote tough love coach. I was someone that would give constructive criticism, tough love. I I was a smack you on the butt until you get out there and do that again type of coach. That's the kind of trainer I was in person. That was the type of running coach that I was. And so I let that translate. Well, while that's not wrong, and it's not wrong, what I wasn't doing was adequately sharing that sometimes it's okay that Things are not going to follow through even when we've committed to it, even when, and I was not being an ultimate safe space for them when they messed up. And because they felt that disappointment, they felt like I was going to be disappointed. Who here used to like has been parented by a parent? My dad never really spanked me. My dad never really disciplined me, but he could deduce me into tears by saying two words. I'm disappointed. I've been in scenarios with people where I have wanted to hide because if I have felt like I've disappointed someone, that's a really triggering experience for me. So in knowing that, I have sought out mentors that do a really good job of validating my feelings, holding space for me, and making me feel safe to share even when I've done something that I might quote unquote have disappointed them with. So me getting the right mentorship has allowed me in turn to be able to hold space where my clients that maybe two years ago would have felt really uncomfortable coming to me if they truly failed because I was a quote unquote tough love coach. Now they feel safer because they're not fearful of me using the words I'm disappointed. So my past behaviors as I grew up, exhibiting themselves in my coaching relationship. As I became a more safe person, as I became more open to hearing people and and holding space for people's emotions, I've had less clients ghost. When I was a more tough love approach, when things got hard, my clients maybe didn't feel comfortable sharing that hard with me. They might have worried that I was disappointed. They might have worried that I wasn't able to hold space for their emotions. As I've gotten better at allowing other people to hold space for my emotions, I do it better for other people. It's made me a better coach. So again, their feelings, their triggers, their shame, their patterns, their behaviors are not your fault. But you being a better person at holding space for people and holding Keeping 
making sure that you are able to love on and work through something with someone when they are feeling a heightened level of trigger or shame makes you a better coach. It all comes back to self-reflection. We need to teach our clients to better self-reflect. We need to teach our clients to better self-regulate. Just bringing up these things can kind of like make people go, oh, I didn't even realize that I was doing that. That's why I think mindset is so important, but it's why I think mentorship is so important because everything that I have learned in regards to handling clients better in an emotional way when they're feeling emotional, when they're feeling triggered, when they are prone to ghost or hide, everything I've learned, I've learned through the right mentorship for my myself. Because too often I've been in positions where I have been coached, where the response to me has been just shut up and do it. And I don't work that way. That takes me back to my dad looking at me and going, I'm disappointed or suck it up. And I love my dad. That was his parenting style. So that type of coaching style for me doesn't necessarily work. But I was exhibiting that coaching style myself. Because what we learn, we do, but we are also able to undo. So for me, I have become a safer person, somebody that can hold space. And by proxy, I have less ghosting, less hiding, less shame with my clients because now I know how to hold space for people because I have had people hold space for me. So this is, again, somewhere where we can grow, where we can get better, where we can do better. If you see these patterns happen inside your business, one, understand it's always going to happen. There's always going to be those instances that you, you can't, there's nothing you can do about. It does. It happens to everybody. But if it is a pattern, we just need to look at ourselves and see where we can improve. Let me know if this makes sense. As always, I'm always open to your feedback. I appreciate all of your messages after these podcasts. Um, I will talk to you soon. Have a great day.